Welcome, welcome. Um, on the mic here is uh, Corey. Corey. And in the studio with me here is uh, my boy Wally. What a do. Uh, for those that don't know this, we, we do, uh, I wouldn't call it a weekly podcast, but it, we do it quite often. Um, a podcast where we talk about everything pretty much, right, Wally? Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things that we focus on, obviously, is Afrobeat and you know, trying to bring that Afrobeat life to to the public um what we just played now for those that don't know is i see i saw by loose guard i'm sorry by uh legendary styles um he is a young new artist um do you know anything about him no nah, i haven't heard about it before yeah do, do you know what he was talking about i saw a snake it's like uh i don't know but i heard it's like a Igbo. like um you know how we have folk songs that we folk like songs we used to sing when we were growing up yeah um i think it's like an evil version of one of their songs that's what i heard yeah. like uh riddle i think is that the name no riddle nursery rhyme or something like that that's what i heard but i don't know how true that is i'm not evil and haven't verified okay but it's just interesting because like a trap yeah it is it is it's um they used uh what they call that thing um 
the Chicago like a drill sound. Drill, like a drill sound. Yeah, so no trap, drill, I meant drill. Drill yeah. sound. Um but yeah, I like I like that track, man. I like that track. Um first on the agenda today is Afrobeat. And we're gonna first talk, start off talking about the Headies Awards. Um Wally, did you hear anything about it? No, I didn't watch it. I didn't see it. But I, I saw I mean Wiz won a bunch of awards. A bunch? Whiskey won a few awards. Yeah, I, think. I think he won the like the biggest award I know, of the night. I think Fireboy won. I don't know. You have the list of. I have the winners. list here. I have the list so here. So we're going to run down the list of nominees and mm-hmm. different awards and who won it. Um, the first one I have here is uh, Artist of the Year. Burner Boy, Davido, Whiskey, Mayoko, Tiwa Savage. Who would you give it to? That's what I want to hear first. <laughs> Come on, man. After Made in Lagos came out, there, uh, yeah. This but guy. prior to Made in Lagos, it'll have been Burner Boy. Burner. But okay, don't let me don't let me be biased. Burner Boy. Should Who do you think won it? Whiskey, obviously. Uh, Whiskey won. I think Burner Boy. It should have been a very close race. Um, Artist of the year. I'm not really sure why Mayoko and Tiwa Savage on that list. Oh, they had a they Tiwa had, had an album too, no one right? Else had a better year. Naira Mali, I'll put him in there ahead of them. I would actually, actually, I would uh, put so Naira Mali in there. I would put okay, my rally okay. in there. With Starboy won it, so I'm happy. Song of the Year. Um, uh, the nominees, uh, Femme by Davido, Nobody by DJ Neptune featuring Joe Boy and Mr. Easy, Joro by Wizkid, Mafo by Naira Marley, Duduke by Simi. Who you got? I mean... Who, who's your own personal choice for that? I'm not sure why Joro is there because Joro did not come out... Did it come out last year? I, th- I think it came out two years ago. Yeah, but you know but how in sometimes what, it overlaps. Yeah, like but previous I also years. think what happens because of the Jura challenge that has been going on. Uh, you know when women put the bottle on their head. I haven't seen it. It's it's a very. I think Lupita did one recently. It's a very like it's starting to pick. It's a it's a challenge. Well, um, nobody was a hit though. It was. <laughs> nobody was a jam. Nobody was a jam. Was my dirty December song. Nobody was a jam, but the winner of that was nobody. Was nobody? Okay. Yeah, it was nobody. I mean, that was a jam. I mean, this was, this was, this was on my replay list for a while. Yeah, that was a. Yeah, uh, I'm actually fine with Joe that Boy. one being song of the year. Yeah, Femme was, Femme was not a, not a very good song, but you think so? Because of Ensars, it 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 was the song. It was like the anthem of Ensars. You know, um, I don't know why, but I guess. It was. Um, another artist that te- that seemed to have cleaned up was. Um, I thought you were going through the list. Fireboy. No, they were, he was nominated for quite oh, a few okay, songs. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you can go through the, Even his album was nominated at Apollo. A lot of people like that album. So album, I'm looking at album of the year. Um, album of the year. The African nominees Giant. here, I have here uh, at the Headies Awards. African Giant by Burna Boy. Apollo by Fireboy DML. Um, Afropop Volume 1 by Adekunle Gold. Yellow by Brimo. Uh, Boo of the Bulles by Chiki. Have you heard that? I haven't heard that one. I have. So um, it's interesting. I think seeing Yellow by Brian Mood there is a little... I, I see what they're doing. I think they're trying to... When you see... I, it's it's weird. I don't think that should have been on the list because it's like, why is... What's, what's, what is in the album that makes it album of the year? But it's kind of like these inclusive things that 
you know, award shows do. Bull of the Bullets, it's not my personal favorite. Not I don't I like two songs on there like okay, but it was big in Nigeria at one point. So we can't we can't deny that. Um remember this is a Nigerian award show. So yeah. um I think African Giant should have been album of the year. Or Apollo, one of the two. I'm not sure who I actually mean, won the award. I'm trying it to might look, have been Fireboy. Look it up on my list here. I don't see it. That's okay. It might have been Fireboy. It has to be one of the two. I know Fireboy cleaned up for sure. He won best R and B album for the previous album for the Tears, Laughter Tears, and Laughter. Goosebumps. Um he won um But this is weird. How are you having I He had two albums. Two albums. Okay. Yeah, because I guess he released them cl- very close to yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I mean, we could just go down to all the winners that we have here. Yeah, let's just do that instead. Um, Heady's Revelation, Fireboy. Um, African Artist Recognition Award, Master KG. That's the guy that did all those. Master, Master know, KG. I'm trying to see. What um, Songwriter of the Year, Dudu Care by Simi. Deserved? Mm, you know what? It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure. Sh- I don't know. Honestly, you know what? We don't have a lot of songs that focus on lyrics, so yes, we can give it to to her. Next rated. But I can't think of any other song that might have been the next that. rated artist, which is a pretty That's big, a big. Yeah, category. it's a it's, it's a it's it a big big category. My boy, Hold on. So the nominees that we have here are Thames, O'Malley, Oxlade, and Bella Shmurda. They give it to. I'll be mad if it's not my boy. They give it to O'Malley now. I think Omalia has passed next rated. Yeah. You think but, so? You no, know, yeah, but it's okay. I see. I, but I think it has passed. You I think, think that's so? a cheat code there. But yeah, Omalia. I think it was well deserved. You really it think is it well was deserved. Bella, Bella doesn't even have an album out yet. Yeah, it that's doesn't. what I'm saying. Omal, next rated is like who's next to blow? Omal, yeah, who's next blown to blow already now? Oh, okay, okay. Honest, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, I see what you mean. Who's next to blow? Like, um, some other notable winners here uh, that I have here are Rookie of the Year, Bad Boy Tims. Loading. Um, shocked, producer of the year feels he did billionaire by Tenny. Uh, yeah, feels is yeah yeah. Best recording of the year, Brian Brimo. Interesting. Best R and B single of the year, Tenny Fireboy Dino. Yeah, wait, wait. Billionaire by Tenny came out a while ago. 19. Yeah, but I think they're just putting they're just putting his stats. I don't think they're okay. necessarily oh, okay. trying to say that was what he won for. Okay. Um, best pop single, nobody. Best rap single, Bob Daddy. Deserved? Uh, I think Files even himself even has better rap songs, but it was a big I mean, it was a big Bob record Daddy though. A rap. I guess it can be a rap. It was song. a big record, guys. Some of these things I don't know, man. But yes, some of it is it's all it's, subjective. It's all subjective. It's, all subjective. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's subjective. Um, Files himself, I believe, has better rap songs, but yes. Okay. Yeah, but I think yeah, viewers' choice award was Wizkid. Um, some boy. some people feel like they played Davido. The only award uh, he won was best video. The year. So why do you think they played the video? They, I guess they felt like maybe he deserved more show awards. Show me a category is in that he should. Have he won, won best video for one million. Show me one category that is in that he should have won. That he didn't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, if you bring so up some of the Davido fans up here, I'm so sure they will, they will beg to differ. Beg you, <laughs> um, because look at who is going. It's not him. You look at who is going against, and if he's going against some of these other songs or videos, he didn't have a bad year, but it's an award. It's okay. He'll be okay. It'll be fine. He, I'm sure he's won uh, many awards in the in the past. They'll so be fine. They'll be fine. I'm um, sure he's not bothered about it. What else do we have here? Best vocal performance. Ninia La, Addicted. 
and I don't think that's I heard that. That's a good song. I heard that. Um, best street street hip hop, uh, best street hop artist, uh, Gang by Miyoko. Uh, best collabo, Know You by Ladipo and Simi. I like that one. I mean, they got some. See some of the categories. Uh, some of the nominees. This okay? No, we don't have to do it. But it was, it's, yeah, that's like a good. Anyways, they know what they're doing. Yeah, but the headies, I, I didn't get to watch it. I don't know if anyone else got I to didn't watch even it. Know if it was go- when it was going on, I only saw the results. No, I, I remember it was trending when when it was going on. Um, but let's move on to another topic. What else is happening in Afrobeat these days? Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I want to play this this quick track. It's by David Doe. He was on the NPR no, desk. He was on the NPR that. desk. Dude, no, that we, shit was no, we trash. Need to, no. <laughs> no, you know what? How about we let people just you know you know look themselves. see everybody's always saying everybody knows the person is always saying I have a problem with David. But when, why is he doing stuff like this? This was a trash performance. Oh. Look into my eyes, oh baby, you be my wife, oh baby, Please, what the fuck is this guy singing? Guy, if I sing here, really? I'll sing this song better. <laughs> and no. this is why, why does he play himself? No, so here's the thing, right? I think David Doe is just not a, a He's not a artist. performer. He's not a live artist. He's not a performer. I think that's the problem. In the, put him in the studio. He will kill it he, in the studio. He'll put a good record yeah, together. But I think not, he, when it comes to live Look, I remember I songs. argued this with some people one time on actually on Clubhouse, and I was like, David Do when it comes to comparing the video to Wizard and Burner, he's not a performer. And he keeps thinking he is. <laughs> so he does these things. Like, dude, just get a did you see um Rick Ross's NPR? Yeah, so they had a DJ in the background. It yeah. It, it wasn't a full life band. That shit was dope. It was dope. So like the video, you don't have to do a because Burner Boy had a full life band. So yeah. I'm thinking he's thinking, ah, myself, let me do guy, you are you need a DJ. You do use a DJ, you'll be fine. Because yeah. Ross's performance was nice. It he was had nice. a DJ in the background. It was dope. He had some people on instruments, and it was dope. It was dope. I enjoyed it. He, he, I don't know, man. I'm tired I, of that guy's performance. I definitely enjoyed Those it. Those of you that go to his shows, man, good luck to you guys. <laughs> no, I, I, he's he's a good performer, though, in terms of like you know the, the, stage the, the, presence, theatrics. Yes, yeah. but in terms of the music, he's not a very good performer. Ah, man. Yeah, really. Yeah, really coming at the David because he does this thing every time. He'd be trying to hit like high notes and <laughs> like, no, just chill, my god. Um, what else happened? Uh, Burna, Burna that has boy, a. That boy is cleaning out with ads, man. Burna has a Pepsi ad that he's on now yeah, with the likes of Messi, Pogba, Pogba yeah. Messi. I think um, uh, it, really the sure. song was featuring. Do you remember her name? No, something um, G, Becky G, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, might have been Becky G. So let me so let me play it really quickly. Let me. This is this is what it sounds like. I mean, the YouTube video. You're gonna have the vocal there. Oh, Champion section and anything less than that get a hasty rejection. I point you in the direction. Before you can change to the next one. So anytime that you see me on the film, the film, I try till I'm right, really like 
love Bernard Boy. Man. Bernard has left us. He's, He's left the rest of so us. Was, I was looking at it. it was Pogba, Sancho, Messi. Yes. Um, it was featuring this uh, was Becky, Becky G. G song, I yeah. think. Featuring oh, it was Becky G think, featuring Burner. I think it was featuring Burner. Or okay. maybe it was a joint collab. I don't think it's his. Okay. okay. Same. You remember he had that song with the GTA, if you want to. He Grand did? Auto. Yeah, do uh, Burner Boy. GTA. GTA. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Auto 5. GTA 5, Burner Boy. I, I never heard it. Who the hell is Bruna? It's Burner, bro. What are you typing, Bruna? Hold yeah, on. You haven't heard I posted it in one of you and I's. Yeah, that one right there. This one? Yeah. Is this the right place for the party? Can we post? Is there a hashtag? We're all here because of one man. You're not on the mainland now, huh? Anything goes! <laughs> I've seen him going in like a trout, chasing some supermodel down the beach on a panther, mate. I didn't understand a word of that. Lots of guards, high-tech security. I need someone to rob it. You're obviously going to need. You haven't heard this before. I haven't heard it. Oh I mean, I've heard the song. I've never heard this. Yeah, this. Say, so yeah. he's he's pretty much on. He's on the ad for um, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's they a had a pretty new, big. They had a new um, uh, mod, a new mode added to their online game. And yes, he was. He was the one that that. It was, that, was the soundtrack. The soundtrack, yeah. has left us, man. Spotify is in Nigeria now, and you know they have an ad with him also. On yes, Spotify is in Nigeria. How how much is it is it to get? Bro, that thing is highway robbery. We pay nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's much cheaper. It's, it's like I heard nine hundred now. I heard something like that. It's I heard very, it's a very ridiculously cheap amount in 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 Nigeria. Um, I heard. I heard. It's very crazy how cheap that shit is, but it's good. I mean, I'm happy because now you're gonna have a lot of artists make. Money from it's um, more access, more, more streams, access streams, Spotify streams. It took them long enough to get to Nigeria. Though. That's huge. Yeah, but that's I, huge. That's is it only Nigeria? Was it? No, it they went it? into I think eighty-one new countries. Really? Mostly would be African. Countries. Spotify. Yeah. That's a good local. That's a good local. That's so a huge. So artists now can at least get more streams, more income. From, yep. From Spotify. Yep. 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 Um, but yeah, like I said, it looks like Burner Boy is leaving us. Um. Speaking of Burner Boy, he's on this new record. Well, is it? Would you call it a new record? Not too new. It's. Like um, this song, this I love this song, man. It's called Siberia, and I, I've had it on repeat. Heady one, I like Heady ones. Um, it's Heady ones track yeah. featuring Burner Boy. It's called yeah. Siberia. Yeah, they they dropped a video for it too, but it's it's a dope track. Um, so check this out really quickly. Again, for those that don't know, this is kind of what we do here for the most part. Uh, we, I mean, we, we have can, a full blown podcast on app. Oh, where is it? It's on um. Apple Podcast, Spotify. Yes, so. yes. It's on, we're on Spotify. How many episodes do we have out now? Like 70, this is our 74th episode. Yeah, this is our 74th episode. We decided to bring it to Clubhouse today. Yes. It might be a trial run. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Who knows? Maybe we might even start our own club. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hashtag shade. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing no shade. You tripping. You tripping. This is Siberia. It's uh, Heady One's track featuring Burner Boy. Uh, I've had this shit on repeat for a minute now, but check this out. The band of the last Siberia, they catch me with my faces familiar. I have my shank and a school cafeteria. Some fucked up. The band of the last Siberia, they catch me with my faces familiar. I have my shank and a school cafeteria. The man just took in the food and I landed. They just wanna tell me like Johnny Dillinger's in a job. They love to make me a prisoner. 
I was in prison when bro used to visit me. Now they got bro and they say I'm the visitor. Come on, with needles and cylinders. Fountain was bitten and kingfisher. Didn't do well in my literature. Now it's just fire in the booth, no fire extinguisher. Fuck that prime minister, the system is sinister. Load up this Nina, this one got a whistle. Don't look up in my rap, no, this story is fictional. I'm scared about to this principle. I won't lie in the L, but I lie to the talk. Used to lie in my cell, I was riding my milk. So I dip on my gun on my bitch by herself. Fast style and shit, no shit, he's tied in as well. Do you wish me well? Ask him my wrist like a swell. Tried drilling, they fell. They grab my bow, fine for bell. I guess time it will tell. The boundary is all like Siberia. The catch with my face is familiar. I have my shank in a school cafeteria. The man just took in the food and I landed a car. Just when I tell me like Johnny Dillinger, Dillinger. They love to make me a prisoner. I was in prison when bro used to visit me. Now they got bro and they say I'm the visitor. I'm smoking gas like a cylinder. I grip the 50 like Vivica. I get the packs and I send them down. Ride dirty like a millionaire. I'm just a crazy Nigerian. Just my fuck up your feelings, though. I make you sick like my leverage, yeah. I do the rope on myself because I do not fuck with no niggas. I do not fuck with no niggas. These niggas too fucking snaky. Making me nervous, I'm biting my fingers. See, I don't like no drama. Because I'm not Jerry Springer. Side by side with hammers. Anywhere through the window. Like I'm black for the regalia. Yeah. I'ma have them swimming with tilapia. Cause when my enemies die, I get happier. Yeah. Then I take a private plane out of Mali, yeah. That's my bro at the door, you should let him in. He got my food on my bread with him. He got cup off of my enemy. That man in the middle finger for the government. Yeah. The boundary is all like Siberia. The catch with my face is familiar. I have my shank in a school cafeteria. The man just took in the food and I let it go. Just when they tell me like Johnny Dillinger, Dillinger. They love to make me a prisoner. I was in prison when bro used to visit me. Now they got bro in this hell. Yo. Bro. Burner boy, bro. he killed that, didn't he? You know, he, also, he, he has a song with Sia out also. He does? Yeah, you know Sia. Oh, yeah, I think I heard about yeah, the track. This guy's everywhere, man. So you know the, the part I like about that song? The, the line that I love was when he said... Um, um, me, I'm not Jer- me, I'm not Jerry Springer. Me, I don't like the drama. Yo, he was spazzing on that track. Man. I'm not white man. No, he was spazzing not, on that track. I'm not Jerry Springer, bro. Yeah. Um. So Burner, man, Burner seems to have left us. Essentially. He has. I told you now. He has I told left you. us. Like he has left ago, tonight. He's not trying to appeal. I was telling you. I, so wait, but but isn't that a risk? How's it a risk? Um, he's no longer trying to really appeal to the Niger sound. Well, he anymore. never was. He never was. Yes. Oh, well. Have you listened to Burner's mixtapes from the jump? I keep talking about these things. It, it was not a Niger. So Burner is an international artist. Now, I remember is what you're playing saying. his mixtape in like 2008 for some. I was in a car driving one of my. I was in Niger and I was playing it. And one of my guys listened to it. And I think Burner eventually said something in Pigeon. I was like, ah, this guy's even Nigerian. Like it's mm-hmm. that's the kind of sound he's had. But okay. I think obviously to fit in at yeah. some point to get accepted. Yeah. He went a little little bit the Niger way. Yeah. A little bit. And I think even at that point he felt a little lost. Huh. Because it was he then tried to re, re re get back to who he was and that's when that's the burn everybody kinda knows today. Interesting. Yeah. Um so for those that might have joined us recently. Um, I'm just going to go down the list of some of the things that we're going to be discussing today. We're going to be here for some time. Um, some of the things that I have on the agenda today. Um, up next, I have hip-hop. We're going to you know, touch a little bit on hip-hop and what's been going on in hip-hop. Um, we're also going to go into Niger, some Niger topics. There's a lot that's been going on with the whole NSARS movement. From what I understand, it's, it's now morphing into other things. Um, they're saying it's... People are now talking about end 
Nigeria. Have you heard that that tagline? No, I haven't. That's I, interesting. I, I've heard that. So they're saying, look, we just want to end the whole thing right now. Just scatter the whole thing. Um, there's a lot that has been happening too with uh, banditry, right? Yes. Fulani herdsmen. Yes. They've been going into all these different parts of Nigeria, and they've been—I don't want to say they've been causing havoc because it would be unfair to make it seem like it's, you know. I, I think it. I, I think we even call them Fulani herdsmen per se, but we understand what I guess what you mean. You get what I'm saying? Like there's there's a lot going on. There's a reason why they're, they're moving. Bandits. They're bandits. They're terrorists things going on in Nigeria. Yeah. So we're going to touch a little bit on that. Um, obviously, look, we don't really... I, I'm not an expert on these things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to adjudicate who's wrong or who's right. But we are going to get into some of it. Brief, and, briefly. Um, some of the other things that we're going to get into is the Hush Puppy. <laughs> Did you hear about Hashtag him? Hashtag Hush Puppy with the not Korean dudes. Yo. <laughs> Yo. This, this guy was into some shit, yeah. man. He was into some shit. Um... It's been almost a year now since they got him, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, some other things that we'll get into is the violence challenge. Have you heard about it? Oh, yeah, this thing that's been going around. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's just funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, we're also going to now, at, towards the end of the episode, we're going to get into this this gentleman that they call Kevin Samuels. Oh, I know the guy. You know the, the guy, guy, right? Women calling or people calling to his show. Yeah. And yeah. So his, that that's going to yeah, be like yeah, our main yeah, topic know, today because guy, some yeah. people have said that he is very toxic yes. all the things that he says and i just kind of want to talk about because he talks about dating in today's world yeah. and i just kind of want to get in some of his videos and try to figure out what exactly is this guy's appeal because i'm people i'm still keep calling into look his people shows, keep, uh, that's what confuses weird. me people yeah. still keep calling like, into his show drag him every day but yeah people are still calling it's, me, which I is the craziest yeah. thing but we'll, we'll get into that a little yeah. bit later but um but first up i want to talk about um six nine have you heard about his new like you know he recently came out he i think he took a break his last album didn't really do very well mm -mm. and the reason why i like talking about six nine is that this guy is like a thorn in hip-hop's ass right now mm -hmm. people the hip-hop heads they all hate this guy they hate what he represents they hate the fact that he snitched they hate the fact that he came out mm -hmm. and he he's he seems to still have come out of all that you know controversy um now Recently, he released a video. Okay. A new song called Zaza. Now, I'll play a little clip of it. Uh, How new is this? It's like within the last week or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did he already have a song titled Zaza? He, no, his songs, he always has songs that are titled very similar. Zaza, Gomo. Uh, but <laughs> Wait, this I is Zaza. Okay. I'm not gonna play that much too much of it for the come on hit us for copyright infringement. Yeah, we, we, we can't be doing foreign songs like. But that. in this song, let me just tell you the video of this song. He pretty much puts out like a little clip where he's coming after this other rapper, McMill. Those guys are best friends. Bro. So they've always hated each other, and in the video, he's pretty much it's a it's a real thing that happened in real life, right? He confronted yeah in the parking lot. He confronted McMill. Now keep in mind, all the rappers hate this guy as because he's a snitch. Right, so all the so-called gangster rappers—they're always talking all this shit about this six nine. We don't fuck with six nine, and six nine 
or it appeared that he confronted this McMill guy who's supposed to be this other what tough rapper. Why are you rapper. saying this McMill guy? Like, you don't know. <laughs> no, but... No. I understand what you're saying. For, keep for narrating. The, for sorry, the people that don't yeah, know, keep, keep is what I'm saying. Keep narrating. I'm and he he confronted this guy, right, in the parking lot. And it was like a huge... It was a pretty big thing. Who are putting it online yes. that he confronted McMill and all this and, and all that. And now, they're... Like, these rappers are put in this position where they have to pretty much prove their gangster credos, yes. so to speak. Street cred. Their street cred. But because he, he stepped to McMill and nothing happened, Ooh. people are now starting to call out McMill. Like, how how you not going to hit a snitch? Like, how, how, how are you not going to do something about the fact that this guy came up to you? I didn't do so, the reason why I'm getting into this, because there's, there's more, like, underlying, the reason why I bring this up is the fact that in hip-hop, right, I feel like there's this there's this issue that no one seems to want to address is the toxic nature of hip hop where certain things are glorified. Yes. Right? We get it. We get why people enjoy gangster rap. We get why people do all these things, right? But at the end of the day, right, these people are not really gangsters. Oh, no, they're not. No. They're not. And I think if you believe they are, you might be very silly. They're not. They're not. No. Right? And and oh, you well. hear the lyrics. Takashi is always trolling this. You and, and yeah. so, so and I think that's why they I think that's why they have such a huge problem with Takashi because he's the one guy that seems to be checking these guys, despite all their gangster bravado mm-hmm. and all these things. Yet when he confronts someone in public. Nothing happens. My worry for Tekashi is not that. Mick, 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 do you see how scared Mick was when he went to jail? Like, that guy, obviously. I know. But I do, my worry is that it's usually not going to be Mick who retaliates. It's going to be some. Someone else that's like a fan of Mick. Some fan of Mick who really believes. It's like how people believe in wrestling. Wrestling is real. It's fake. So, someone who really thinks this thing is real and gangster and street cred, who's going to go put himself in in danger and try and go at. Takashi, but hey, ta- but you know what? For Takashi, he moves around with security. So, 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 and now I'm. Now I, I just gave the story of Six Nine, right? There's another rapper that's also out. His name is Bobby Schmarder. Yeah. He just recently My came out of jail. He's been in jail for six years. He could have come out earlier if he snitched. He could have come out yeah. earlier if he snitched. He didn't snitch, I mean, right? That's kind of, I don't know how I feel about now, that. So, so now, now, so juxtapose, juxtapose this 6 9 character with Bobby Schmarder. They're going to try and make Bobby, Bobby Schmarder is like a hero. A hero, yeah. Like, they, they picked this guy up with a jet. I know. Uh, right? What's his name? Quavo. Yeah, Quavo uh, picked this guy up with a jet. He's being celebrated, right? Yeah, Which, he took him to the club. The guy, women around him, money around him. But glorifying the fact that he didn't snitch. He didn't snitch, And he right? came out. Which, honestly, technically, man, I've even snitched in a way, if we're being honest. We don't know. But, because we don't really know. They just glorify the fact that he had the opportunity to snitch. Like, yeah. And I don't even know. I don't like the term snitching. So. But, but my question is this. What, what kind of message does that send? I'm not in support of that message of you keeping your mouth shut and then spending, what, two extra years in jail? Or three extra? How many for more? For crime, for, right? For crime. Why? And you now some people would argue that there are street rules, right? And if you live by the That's street the rules. Street, so some people say that if you live by the street rules, then you have to uphold the street rules. My thing is that this kind of messaging for young, impressionable kids in, like, black society, right, Mm -hmm. I find it really, 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 really toxic. Like, extremely toxic. And and it's it's this kind of messaging that we, it's this kind of, like, double speak that we talk about where, yeah, we we talk about, you know, people in the black community being empowered, all these things. But then you see culture, and you you understand how influential culture is. Like, something like hip-hop. It is very influential. Make no mistakes about it. Hip hop is what a lot of is how a lot of 
young kids get their education, whether we like it or not. And we're in this position, right, where we, we like, within the hip-hop space, you know, within the black space, we tend to glorify certain things. I, I, that's why I wanted to bring, bring this up, is the fact that we tend to glorify certain things. We tend to glorify certain... I mean, this is a guy that literally went to jail for uh, narcotics, right? What was that? Bobby Schmurder. Yeah. And his crew were involved in... His crew was involved in all this stuff. And he's yeah. being celebrated. Now, 6 9 on the other hand, right, this is someone that um, they threatened his family. Of course. They, they kidnapped, kidnapped him. him. Yeah. Um, they were threatening to... So remember that clip we played? Yeah, yeah. That they were threatening to super violate yeah, yeah. his family. And yet he wanted... Allegedly, they even mess, mess with his baby moms. Yeah. Right? And this guy, because they realize, he realized that this guy's about to kill me, he snitched. But this guy is seen as a pariah. For me, like when you juxta, when you look at both characters, someone like Bobby Schroeder and 6 ix 9 it, it, it says a lot about our value system to me. It's, well, within certain cultures, if you know what I mean. Because in, in, like, in like Niger society, for instance, if you went to jail for narcotics, no one is celebrating you when you come out. Oh, everyone is denying Put your head down. <laughs> everyone is denying Put your head fucking down. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's just, well, just one of those things that I, I, just, I just thought, you know, when it happened, when I mean, the whole 6 9 thing happened, and the fact that people have just been, like, trying to... I mean, they don't play 6 9s content on certain, in certain playlists. Do you know that? Because they feel like it's a... He's a snitch. And, yeah, and they, they don't. They don't play him on like. Snitch they don't promote him. They don't promote him on the radio. He has like his songs have been completely cut yeah, out on the radio. Black, black now I'm not trying to justify things that Six Nine does because I feel like Six Nine Two is a very reckless person, he right? Has other things he's done. That yeah, thing. but it, I think it's just is the message this thing sends. You know what I'm saying? Now again, it's not really none of my business, but I just I just feel like when you look at these things. It's this guy just spoke for 20 minutes and he has, it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's none of my Corey. business, but I'm making it my business today. Okay. I'm making it my business today. But I, I just thought it was funny. I just I thought it was interesting. And the way the way both rappers Honestly, my message to people is hip hop should not be where you lay your values in life and you know don't I don't know. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but it is for a lot of young people. It pros and cons it does I it enjoy does the music i enjoy part of the culture but it does you got to know where to draw the line yeah but then if if we if we are promoting this this um if we're promoting this this genre of music right mm -hmm. are you not a part of the problem did you see us oh, part of the problem? Playing, if you're listening, listening if you're listening to these rap songs right you're you're also promoting this kind of messaging that goes out there you don't find that to be. So I should stop listening to rap. No, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not saying you should do anything. No, it's stupid. I, I, I'm not saying difference. you should do anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Not. It's not up to me to, to 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 tell your kids how to behave, or it's not. It's not my fair. You know, I'm gonna listen to whatever I want to listen to. Fair enough. Know? Fair enough. I'm not going to carry guns to kill people, or rob people, or sell dope. But you're okay with people rapping but about I, it I love, and what's bragging that, about what's it. That's that Quavo, uh, Migo song, White with Whitey. White no, which oh, which song was Whitey? The song of they were singing about crack. I don't know what song you're talking about. Song. 
I think I know the yeah, answer yeah, about. I forgot. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I will listen to it, but I'm not going to go. Right. Uh, is there a white T-shirt? That's the name of the song. Yeah, white T-shirt. Yeah, I'm not going to go. A T-shirt called T-shirt. Yeah, but let's let's uh, move on from hip hop, man. I that's that was just my I'm own social, go social commentary. Sell crack or dope, but I love the song. So. You do, you do, and you're promoting the song. I but listen then, to it inside my car. But then you also have to remember that phone. you also have to remember there are young kids out there that they realize that they're hearing this stuff, right? Uh, and it's being promoted. Okay. No, you don't okay. feel any kind of accountability no, for them. That's not my business. That's not your business. Okay, fair no, enough. They're not my kids. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's move on to something completely different, man. So you sent me some videos. I uh, did I? Yeah, about Nigerian constitution. Oh, with the uh, um. Oh yeah, I sent you one by my. Oh no. I sent you one by somebody, uh, 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 the Daily Fire to me one, right? Yeah, the Daily Fire to me. The me. other one I sent you. Okay, I'm bringing this up because there's been a lot of conversation lately. About in, the Constitution. About the Constitution and about how the Nigerian Constitution is set up. I know, we, we seem to be going com- completely know, opposite kind ends kind of here. wondering how you went for Afro Beats. I do. <laughs> to hip hop. Hip then back to Nigeria. No, I wanted to first talk about the entertainment first. Oh, now we're going to get into a little bit more serious topics, right? So, let's talk about Niger. There's been a lot going oh, on. Niger is stressful. There's been a lot going on. Oh, so why do you say stress? Yeah, talking about Niger can be depressing, bro. I know it can, it can, it can, it can, but it's still our country. That's all we got. <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> you don't know about that. No, no, it is. Let's be honest. It is. We're Nigerian first before anything else. Um. There's been a lot going on. So a lot is an understatement. Re- recently, there was another in- incident of young boys there being two kidnapped. Incidents. Some girls just got kidnapped yesterday. Really? Yes. The one I was talking about is the guy is the boys in in Niger no, that's State. The third incident because there was the the boys that were kidnapped. I think end of last year. Yeah. Then there's the Kangara or Kagara. I can't remember the name. Boys. Kagara boys or something like that. Yes. I heard yesterday some girls were kidnapped again or women okay um, so it's it's clear that we don't we don't like our security state is in crisis that's a safe assumption almost non-existent that's a safe assumption um and it's not just that you have fulani herdsmen that are coming to the south and also causing like a lot of so i've had i've had with the full so i've had um conversations with you know and i did send you some videos but yeah. i've had conversations with some people and so all right, so the herdsmen yeah. in Nigeria, from my understanding, they're mostly Fulani people. Okay. And they migrate from the north. In the south, we consume a lot of beef, a lot of meat. So they migrate. Now, I'm not in support of their um, open grazing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, in the process... Wait, um, wait, when you talk about open like grazing, they have their what do you cows mean? just go on the streets and, and you know, the cows just walk on the streets and yeah. go into residential areas and... Stuff like that, and it's lawful, right? Is it? It's, it's not. Well, they're going. They're. Tr- I guess people are trying to m- not make it a lawful thing, or like go get a land or space, whatever. Yeah. Now, from what I've heard in some circles, is that the herdsmen do carry knives or some weapons because there have been incidences where some of them have been. And I'm not an expert here. Before anybody gets upset, but there have been incidences where they've um their castle. Cattle rustlers, yeah, who steal their cattle mm-hmm. and kill them, the herdsmen themselves. So in retaliation, they've what they call it. They've armed themselves. Now I guess a faction of them, or 
some of them also took it as far as starting to attack people. Now, it then became a thing. So now, it's just like, look at every movement, Black Lives Matter and SARS. Now, I'm not comparing for any to that, but every movement, even intended to be good, somehow people hijack it and do stuff under that umbrella. And it seems like that's what's starting to happen, is now people are coming under that umbrella of Fulani people, mm-hmm. like we know what we're going to attack people and kill people, yeah, and they're going to be considered Fulani. You know, I've had incidents of people that I know, or people that people know that have been attacked by, you know, Fulani people, houses people. But these people were not herdsmen. But obviously, the report is that some of them were not herdsmen. But reports that no Fulani herdsmen. So now, as Nigeria does best, Nigeria is a very tribalistic country. So already. Nobody cares that either anyone is innocent or not. Is that Fulani people are around and they are killing people? So you saw what happened in the battle. Yeah, uh, somebody died. Yes, um, and then they started going to kill Fulani people. And the people that were actually suffering or attacking, they were attacking them. People that were suffering are not even the herdsmen themselves. They're your day-to-day, you know, yeah. Okada drivers, your suya salesmen. These are the people that even end up because everybody's like, look, I can't differentiate who's who. So I'm always careful using that word for any herdsman. The same way I don't use words like, you know, Igbo this or Yoruba that. Yes. I think, you know, yes, I, I believe, okay, I'll put it like this. Um, everyone, I, I'll give this analogy. Everyone who has a, every photographer owns a camera. Yeah. Not everyone who owns a camera is a photographer. Okay. So not everyone, so yes, most of these attacks are coming from, or these attacks are coming from people who speak you know, Hausa and, yeah. and Northerners people, not every Northerner. They're not, yeah. Exactly. So, but now what's happening is it becoming a tribal war. Yes. So it it's is. Yoruba versus Hausa and, you and, know. And Igbo. And Igbo, you know. So it's like now it becoming a tribal war. And that's what Nigeria does best. Nigeria, and it's the people in, in power know what they're doing also. Have you ever heard of this guy called Sunday Igbo? Sunday Igbo. Yeah. So you see what he's one of the people that are in within like the Yor- Yoruba, like the yes. Yoruba so side. What ends up within the is, Southwest. <clears throat> He has been actually coming after these guys. Yes. So you're going to breed. hard. So Sunday go go is not going to hear that. Oh, not all of them are full and are hurt men. Not he doesn't want to hear that because what he sees is this person was attacked and killed. That person was attacked and killed. This person was kidnapped. And they were all by done by houses speaking people who pose as Fulani herdsmen. So he doesn't want to. And that's what happens. So, so I, I want to clear up some stuff yeah. for people that don't know who Sunday Igboho is. Sunday Igboho is a, he's a car salesman, right? Uh, he's supposed to be relatively wealthy in Nigeria. And what happened was, anytime these Fulani herdsmen incidents happen, mm-hmm. where they would come and they would take over people's like ranches they've, they've killed, and farms, right? Yeah, they've killed prominent members of the yeah. Yoruba society. Sometimes they would take over people's ranches. And again, we want to make sure that these are just specific specific herdsmen. It's not I don't want to say it's all of them. But they would come come over, come to parts of the south, they would take over people's ranches and farms, and they would either, you know, have their cows grazing on it and destroying people's farmlands. Um and whenever there was any kind of um opposition to it sometimes they would harass the owners of these lands yeah. in some cases they actually end up end up like you know kidnapping people and mm-hmm. killing people mm-hmm. and for some of them it's not even the herdsmen so some for some of these same herdsmen right they just go out looking for people to kidnap i know somebody personally yes. that went through it yes. that actually got kidnapped he was he was in, he was on he was somewhere in osho state he was going to ife or something mm-hmm. and he got kidnapped he got taken into the jungle and they asked for ransom so 
there is no doubt about this that, that it happens. Yes, that, that exactly. there's something going on, right? Exactly, I agree. This Sunday Igboho guy is the guy that he decided that he he got tired of like listening to these politicians, yes. and he, he took it upon himself. himself. Yes. So what he does, right? He takes these huge buses, right? Huge buses to go out and look for these people, mm-hmm. and he has heavy-handed tactics. Let me just put it that way. Mm-hmm. But when I say heavy-handed, I mean he is he's coming in there and he is fucking shit up. Okay. Make of that what you will. But he is going there and he's handling it his own way through violence. You know, he has like like buses full of these like so rowdy let's, guys, let's, right? Let's pause here now. So okay. do you blame now? So now I don't I don't agree with his tactics. Yes. But do you blame him also? So because now what ends up happening, even some of these Fulani men, you find out that you know Fulani is not just restricted to Nigeria. The same way Yoruba is not only restricted to Nigeria. Yeah, they're, you know, the Fulani men, Niger in, Republic, in Republic, and all that stuff. So and some of the, the people say some of these men are not even Nigerian. The first issue we have is we have a very porous border, a border that has they've, the government has refused to fix. Yes. Secondly, we have a Fulani man in power. Now, the problem with that is. This man is not going to want to come out and agree with the narrative to that they're full any people attacking people because now he's going against his people. Yes. So that secondly is keeping mute. Thirdly, the rest of the country is like, what the hell? We know these people are Fulani mm-hmm. and why aren't you doing shit about it? Yeah. Now you have somebody who's gonna take things into his hands because that's the only way he knows how to fix it. I've heard on Oyo State Governor, they came up with the Amotekun yeah. police, you know, because Nigeria doesn't have state police. So mm-hmm. um and they've told police, they told police doing the whole NSA stuff to kind of take a step back. Mm-hmm. And when this whole Fulani stuff happened, I was hearing stuff from people in Ibadan that the police were like, We're not even gonna help you guys. Maybe your governor told us to step back doing NSAs. Yeah. Like they're almost in a strike. So it becomes, it's almost now it's in the hands of everybody. Just yeah. touch yourself. And that's what Sunday Igbo is doing. So, so I don't approve with it, but I understand why. But he's it's almost doing like, it. it's almost inevitable. It's almost, almost. inevitable. Inev- yes. And that's the problem in Nigerian government. So, 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 again, I'm bringing all this up to say that there's a lot of issues going on in Nigeria. And it's not just, like, again, it's not just the Fulanese, the NSARS movement, the issues that the NSARS movement. In the middle, you have bandits. Then you have bandits. Even and bandits. There's a lot of stuff going on. And then, terrorists. so now I'm starting to hear echoes and cries of maybe we should end Nigeria. How do you end Nigeria? And, and the reason why, the Nigeria reason why happens. a lot of them are saying that is because they're saying that the way the constitution is written is not really made for a country that would really work in an, yes. e- in, that's in an efficient Vinny manner. Says, that's what the other video I sent you says. You know, that's what a lot of people in the know say is. I don't think we should end Nigeria. I think that constitution needs to be, and with daily fighting, I think it needs to be torn up and redone from scratch. Okay. I think that constitution needs to be not amended. I think be done. I think they've tried to amend it a few times. Yeah. I don't know. I think someone needs to sit. They need to say government needs to sit down and start. Like from the scratch. constitution needs to be written from scratch and approved mm. and passed. Something that favors, because. You see, because how sir, Fulani people will tell you that, and that's what your state governor was saying is like one thing in the constitution says any Nigerian is allowed to 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 live anywhere in Nigeria depending on race, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and stuff like that. Which I mean, not race, um, tribe, yeah. and that makes sense. So how sir, people are saying, well, look, by the constitution, we deserve, we should be here, but mm-hmm. then you're having people that are saying, well, let's get rid of them. So you can't get rid of them because that man has a right. To stay, to stay there. So, an Oyo State governor is upholding that right that they have a right to stay there. 
So he's almost. That's part, a, it's a recipe for disaster. It's, it's, it's so it's weird the way that thing is written. So I don't and I don't know. I really don't. But I'm not the someone who's, who's going to write that constitution. But I, I've heard from people who know that they, that thing needs to be done. Just gotten rid of. Same thing. I've always argued the case of state allocation. Yeah. Now, how does Kano State have the right to destroy millions of naira worth of alcohol because of their religion and belief? Mm-hmm. But then, when Lagos State is doing dirty December mm-hmm. and makes money off alcohol sales and tax, Lagos State has to return submit their income yeah. to the federal government, who then allocates that money around the country and Kano State will get a cut from that money. Yeah, it's it's definitely not equitable. It's not. It you get, like it's not. So why couldn't Kano State take the alcohol and say Lagos or whatever states is eligible is can sell alcohol? You guys take and sell it because that revenue is coming back to us. So the, it it makes no sense. So what I've gathered right from this constitution crisis that people say we have is that they're saying that the constitution is written in a way that you you cannot have one region you cannot allocate resources to one region without spreading it across, across the country, the rest of the country. Yeah. The problem is that not all the regions Generates, of the country yeah. generate the same Generate's amount of Or even of enough money. Yeah. So it becomes an inefficient system. It does. And it becomes so I, I pretty much pointless. I generate a it, billion naira, yeah. and then you take that billion naira, and then you're going to share it. Fine, I will get the largest chunk of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to put it in a pool and then share it around the country. Yeah. Why? As if, as if the Nigerian government isn't making things hard enough, right? They now decide that they want to ban crypto. I know, no, those ones, you know, they can't These people don't have sense. Now, so they they do not have sense. They can't control it. These people do not have sense. What, like, I, I didn't understand that, but we'll get into that another time. I actually like to talk to somebody on exactly how, how exactly what that means, that new legislation where they're trying oh, to ban crypto. That's what but, they're focusing on now. But we're, but we're kind of due for a break but before right then, let's finish up with the bandits. So, and you're having bandits that now, so the, 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 the thing that's going on now is bandits are kidnapping people. I don't even like the word bandits because bandits kind of make them seem like Robin mm. Hood, you know, Uganda. These guys are terrorists. Yeah. And they're kidnapping people, mm-hmm. and they're taking those people, and the government is paying them the ransom. So now, in the space of December to February, we've had three incidents of, and they're not kidnapping one or two people; they're kidnapping three hundred people. Yeah. How do you kidnap three hundred people? How does that happen? Kidnapping one person alone is hard. Mm-hmm. They're kidnapping three hundred. Then you 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 put a a a, a, a uh, what they call a ransom on their head. Then what's the I forget the guy the 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 house guy Shake 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 Gumi Shake Gumi goes Gumi. to pay that now I don't care what he does with his money they say it's his Shake money Gumi, I don't know yeah yeah I don't know whatever he goes he to was he, part he's of the it. one that usually brokers the he deal broke between the, deal. the bandits and so the government now and and gets money from the government and gives it so the now somebody is saying oh I so I've been seeing reports I'm like first of all so Shake Gumi can have access to them nigga go fucking arrest them. But they are saying, oh, well, they meet somewhere neutral. They don't really have access. All right. Do you remember El Chapo? Mm-hmm. You know El Chapo when he escaped? Yeah. The second time. Mm-hmm. I finally got caught. Do you know why he got caught? Because he did an interview with this lady mm-hmm. um, for some of these news stations. And it was after that day they caught him. They were able to track him through her. Yeah. So are you telling me that through Shegumi, yeah, you cannot track these bandits to catch them? Instead, we're giving them 800 million. Yeah, but I think it's because we don't really have... We, first of all, the... They're not meeting with Shegumi because they're, they're thinking that the Shegumi is going to lead them. They trust Shegumi. That's why they, they, 
okay. know what I'm saying? Like, so that's so that's a little complicated. Can't have, we can't have a, a, a we can't spy on them. We can't catch them. We I don't think we don't have the resources. I don't think we have the resources. Is what I'm we saying. We can't ask the U.S. to help the same U.S. that sent troops and Nigerian men to rescue two, was it two or three U.S. citizens that were kidnapped. That's uh, worth recently. considering. That it's worth considering, but I, I don't they don't want to help. Is the problem? I, I, they are fine with it. But Wally, I I just I don't think we have the resources. They are fine with it. So today you give these people eight hundred million. Yeah. So tomorrow and that's another group of boys have been have been kidnapped i know it's not efficient what so I'm you're going to give another 800 million Wale, here's what happened then tomorrow you shout that the army does not have resources to fight bokara when you've given one point something billion out in how many days or weeks wait when you have a failed system that is the nigerian government these it's these, a very cool these, these are things that it, it, it's impossible to answer it's just impossible to answer that's why we, Bro, can, we can keep going back and forth and they, and they didn't learn they don't learn their lesson they did this thing with amnesty Mm-hmm. They started this amnesty thing with um, militants in 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 Port Harcourt, in 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 in, in what's Port Harcourt? River State. Yeah. Yeah. Is it River? Yeah, River. Um, they did it with Port Harcourt, and they were paying militants off. Yeah. Some of these militants today are billionaires in Nigeria. I know. And guess what? They are still kidnapping people in that region. Wale, it is a failed state. Do you understand? Like, we, do, like, we do not, we don't, we don't have the capacity yeah, to be able to deal with banditry. Let's go on the break. What's next? We don't have the capacity. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But um, look, we're due for a break, man. Um, this is a salty love by Fireboy DML and Peruzzi. We're going to be back yeah, in about yeah. three minutes. Um, and then we're going to hop into some of the other um, topics that we have um, outlined. Um, yeah, so check this out. This is Salty Love. Um, is it Fireboy's song or Perusi's song? Or is it joint? Is it comp- I think it's Perusi's song. It's Perusi's song. Anyway, check this out. We're back in, in like three minutes.
All right, welcome back. Um, where were we at again? Banditry, Abby. But we moved on from that. Yeah, I'm it's, tired of it. It's this. a very depressing topic. It is. Um, what else happened in the last week or two? Um, Nigeria? In Niger, Hush Puppy. Did you hear about him? The stuff of him and the North Korean. Yes, it turns out this, 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 this guy was working with uh, the North Korean government. That's, that's what I gathered from it. Uh, apparently, apparently, um, he was helping the North North Korean officials, right? Launder money. I mean, you know, this guy is going to end up under the jail, right? He's going <laughs> to he's going to end up under the years, jail. So. Like he fucked with the wrong with the wrong people. I mean, it just it doesn't get any more um, worse than that. Um, but yeah, but that's the update on Hush Puppy. So it looks like his problems are mounting. And for those that don't know, please, you know, stay away from Yao Yao. Stay, stay away because this is a this is a lesson. Um, what else happened? Okay, Man, I wonder how many years he's going first. Though he's going to be under the jail for maybe a while. he should snitch for a while. Maybe he probably <laughs> should start snitching. He should if start he can. snitching. Um, something else happened. There was this challenge. I don't know if you heard about it. Violence it was the challenge. violence challenge. I, I thought it was funny. I, I thought it was it was funny, but uh, I'm just gonna play a quick snippet of it. This is um, they chose the violence thread. Check this one out. Females be like nails by you, lashes by you. Who you baby by you? Who you baby by you? Joshua, John, Ezekiel, rubbish. Females be like nails. This is another one. This is another one. It's been, it's been like really. Hello and welcome. Baby, you chose to date him. You could have chosen to date women and non-binary people. Hello and welcome to bullying ASMR where I bully someone for saying some dumb shit while putting the audience to sleep. Today's victim is Bon- Okay, I don't think that was the violence challenge. This is another one. Is, yeah. Hold on. Boys always say, you can't take D. Booking <laughs> Yeah, she, she- I'm big boy. She's wild for that one. All right, well, let's see what else they got here. Hit though. For how long? Hold on. They be quick to say, I still hit though. <laughs> I don't know where they come from. This is another one. Means nothing to me. Hold on. She's literally just a friend. She means nothing to me. Block her. Block her. Yeah, some of them are silly, but this one was funny. This one was funny. Do parents when they be mad at you be like, "I brought you into this world and I can take you right out"? Then do it. Do it. I dare you. What's stopping you? I ain't scared. I don't even like it here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a fun challenge. Um, I always, so, I always look forward to these challenges. Anytime yeah. they call up so new ones. Had, we've had three this year already. Yeah, we've had three this year, right? Yeah, we've had. We had uh, no, we've had more than we've had. We've had no, we look, had there's so many that we never hear about. Well, the ones that are mainstream was um. We, was we one, had the, the silhouette challenge. No, there was one before the silhouette. The one of um, drop down, drop down low. That they'll drop down low and they'll remember the that one. The one that had that song by that. Girl. Yeah, that's yeah, what Nelly, I'm saying. Yeah, Nelly, yeah, the, yeah, Nelly, the one that they dropped the down sample, low. They dropped down yeah. low. Yeah, then the yeah. silhouette challenge. Then now this one. Yeah, but enough about hey, that. Keep man. it coming, it's entertainment. Man. Yeah, um, it's funny because the challenges reminded me of there's this one guy that I want to talk about today, and this is a guy that I've been kind of, 
I've been trying to figure out what his appeal is. Um, he goes by the name of Kevin Samuels. I've been, in fact, in fact, I've even asked some people exactly what they think of him, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. He is a, he calls himself a lifestyle, lifestyle coach, and a image consultant, right? <laughs> so part of what he does is he helps people with like improving their image, and especially people that are looking to like find spouses, usually women. For some reason, he targets women, right? And women are the ones that I see come to him the most, trying to figure out how to, um, you know, land a guy that they're really, really interested in. I don't know why, but... I mean, because a lot of women that want... Yeah, but why are you going men. to him? Why do you seek professional help? You just find a man yourself. It's not hard. Some, well, some people have tried themselves. Keep trying. They've had no luck. Keep trying. It's easy for you to say. It's easy for you coming from as a guy, as a young guy. It's not that easy for a lot of other people. I think it's easier for women to find men than men to find women. You think so? I think so. How so? For some women, I think you just have to exist. Okay, okay. So I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Because usually guys are the ones pursuing, yeah, right? Yeah, the ones that have to chase. So you ask women, even women who are interested in you, like they will say, ah, well, they're interested in you, but you have to come for them. No, th- there's some truth to that. Yeah, so... G- girls' DMs are usually full exactly. of so guys that are looking to you. at that point? Now the question then becomes, the people who come for you, are they the people you want? You so want. That's a different That's question, a different thing. That's a different thing. Yeah. Okay, so... This guy, right, he, he talks about this thing called the sexual marketplace a lot. That's, that's, that's kind of like the space he deals in. Okay. He deals in the sexual marketplace. AKA, what is the sexual marketplace? Basically, he's talking about finding someone like a partner, right? Yes. But, but your ability to find a partner is based on the value you can bring from a sexual st- standpoint. Okay. Right? And what, what he argues is that for men, it's money. What is, have you said his name, by the way? His name is Kevin Samuels. Okay. He's a very controversial guy. I'm going to play some of his clips just f- so that people can kind of get an understanding. But he's a very, very controversial guy. He's one of these people that are very, very blunt. He just he spouts exactly how he feels. Um, he's very he believes in the patriarchal system essentially, and um, he has this he has this thing that he calls high value men, right? He he has a he he's defined what a high value man is. Right, he, he says in order to be a high, a high value man. Are these all his opinions, or these are all his opinions? Okay. But he has people come on his show, mm-hmm. and people show up to his show, and he gives them advice the way he, I guess, chooses to give them advice. Yes, right to find men. Straightforward advice. Very very straightforward. Let me just mm-hmm. give you like a brief preview of kind of like what this guy does. So this is uh, this is one girl that um, she's a mother of two. Looking for advice, right? Now let me play play her real quick, so you guys kind of get an understanding. In the fourth quarter of this year, we plan to go public. Your YouTube. My bad, my oh, bad. No. I you gotta play. You gotta. I was playing the advert that came before the video. Wait, you gotta play. It. for two years okay. hi mr samuels hey how are you what do you got for me okay i have um i need some i have need some advice 
All right. Um, I'm a 30, I'm, I'm a 37 year old woman. Right. Um, this- two children. Okay. I do not have a problem getting a man. It's just I attract weak men. Okay. I am celibate. I've been celibate for two years. What? I've been celibate for two years. Where did where that come from? <laughs> this guy's a wild is, guy. I'm want to know, is that the reason why? Mm-mm. You just you Two people that came out of you. What you talking about? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, he's very brash. I'm sure I'm trying to understand. What, what's the what's the philosophy here? You're not a virgin. You got two people came out of you. What, what, what's, what's going on? Oh, that's, oh no, Look, you did not. It gets very, oh, very, no, very you did not have the point. nerve to bring vagina out here and close it up at 37 years old with two kids reason, out here. And I'm going to tell you the reason behind that is because when I do open my legs, they the men, be, uh, they get crazy. Do you want me to be blunt for it? You want me to be blunt? No, I want you to be keep it classy, but you trying to say they get pee whipped? Yes. I, so the so the I, solution I got, I got is so back. so let me get I this right. So let me yes. get this right. So you meet a man that's a high value man, a de- a, a, a good guy. You think you're gonna be celibate for what? What? Till you marry? Yes. You got your goddamn mind. <laughs> I wish you I wish I would meet a 37-year-old with two kids and think you gonna shit. Separate checks. No, separate checks. Check, please. No, no, listen, 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 man. I'm making light of it because it is crazy. You're almost 40 years old with two kids talking about celibate. You need to be trying to get that shit away to secure a man. No, 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 no. Are you listening to this shit? Listen, no, 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 no. You're talking about, okay, what you said is you attract lower value men not really I okay tra- not tra- the right men crazy men okay. whatever not not good guys weak let's go okay like that. Weak lower man. value is weak okay okay so- all right so let me let me stop it there because he's gonna go on for a while but that's that's the way he talks to these women now keep in mind this guy's been going on for over a year now and he, women keep coming on this show like, I, I don't understand. I'm it. like, you guys don't see his previous episodes. Like, so now this is him. So no, he, he doesn't only do that. Like, like he people that so he people that are, that are like, you know, baby mothers, right? He he just feels like there's their value in the sexual marketplace is what he calls it. It's less, yeah. right? And his his principle is that the the older men get, the more they acquire wealth, and the more value they're able to bring to the sexual marketplace because his thinking is are you listening to this mm-hmm. his thinking is women are looking for men that want that can provide right mm-hmm. so they're judging men based off of their income and their ability to provide on the other hand he's saying men are looking for women that are i guess well he has a he has like a list of things that men are looking for this is his words he says attractive fit feminine and cooperative that that's what he claims and i think this is the this is probably the time that we, maybe we can accept some people on the stage i don't know if anyone is interested in in chiming in but i'm going to go on if you're interested in chiming in just raise your hand and i'll and i'll bring you on but i'm going to go on so not only does he do that right there are points in his his speech that he gives right that he starts equating women to product pretty much his his own philosophy is that you can't get a man any higher than your baby daddy. God damn. Listen to this. Listen to this. Again, I don't 
I don't know, I don't understand, but check this out. Listen, listen, no, you're going to, okay. You want answers, I'm gonna give you the answer. Okay. You are older, name me the product that gains value with age and use. A product that gains value with age and use? Yeah. Yo, he's a wild guy. I'm going to say your mind, but I may be different. I may be wrong. I said a product. Where can you go buy a mind? A product. A product. A product. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you're going to tell me. Uh, Yeah, nothing. Oh, I am. Nothing. And let's just talk about your cookies. They're getting older (laughs) and they've been used. That don't mean nothing. You're right. They don't. Oh, you are honest. You are no, I'm honest. I'm honest, ma'am. Ma'am, what you're saying is the next 30 minutes. I'm going out to the market mm-hmm. and I'm going to require the next man to pay more than the other guys. I'm going to require you to marry me before I have sex with you. No, you can get no higher than your BD. Wow. You chose to make you chose you oh, okay. So you say you like can you can di- okay, ma'am. Listen, you can disagree, but I don't have no. I'm not playing. 15, I mean, that's that's his philosophy. Well, I the mean, keyword here is his. Philosophy. Yeah, it's his philosophy, yeah. and they come on his show. I'm not sure now, why. I'm still been, trying to understand. There have been people that have looked to cancel this guy essentially. Like I've I even seen Clubhouse threads talking about how toxic this guy is and how no one should be listening to him, but people keep going to him, right? And Again, I was trying to understand what is the appeal? Like, what exactly is going on? Um, there are, There's another guy, right, who goes by the name of Derek Jackson. Have you heard of him? Yeah, two of them. No, there's another guy. Oh, no. He, he also does stuff like what he does, but he's on the other spectrum. What's his spectrum? His spectrum is he's more supportive of black women. Okay. So he tends to kind of, like, appeal to black women's like once and tells them, you know, you can get any man you want, you can yeah. do this. He's like on the other side saying like, okay. it doesn't matter where you are, you can get... Now, Kevin Samuels, I've, he's, it's not only women he does this to, right? It's not only women he does it to. He but does he, it to men too. He's, he's, um, I, I'll play you some of the ones that he's done for he's, men. His he's, uh, ratio is... High. Well, the people who call his show are more women. Yeah, right? and he actually screens for mostly women now. So he's so he's intentionally going after women. Yes, and he screens. He makes sure that he screens. Okay. So like, like this is one of the ones that he played for, for a man. It was kind of... I mean, he kind of humiliated this guy. The super select guy. And not the dominant alpha male or the super select guy. Only way you're going to end up becoming pre-select is by approaching I women. I wants to say something. So they, women can tell I'm not getting no play? Anybody, all 462 people in the chat room can tell you ain't getting no play. That's the <laughs> energy you're getting. Because you're a guy that said you don't think you should have to approach women. They should give you choosing signals. Where would you rank yourself on a scale from 1 to 10? How tall are you? 5'10". 5'10". How much do you weigh? Uh oh. I weigh about two what? Depending on the day between two eighty and two eighty five. So you're a fat fucker. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think a five foot ten, almost three hundred pound dude, how much money you make? Like four hundred and eighty two weeks? 
four, so you make four hundred every two weeks. So you make eight hundred a month. You make uh, well, less than ten thousand dollars. Okay. But how many twenty-year-olds is hell? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, I was a twenty-year-old and I was making far more money than that. In the eighties, with minimum wage was three thirty-five an hour. So I need to hear it. Ooh. How long? You got a big dick? <laughs> huh? You have a big dick? I mean, it's above average. I ain't no Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I just said it was above average. I don't know what that is. Really. <laughs> uh, nigga, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. Yo, if this nigga know is wild. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean, you don't have a big I... dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You're a big, you're a fat dude. And you got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosing signals at five foot ten and three hundred pounds, making less than a thousand dollars a month at twenty years old. Ooh. And women should approach you. What they get, they don't even get a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so this guy is he's he's, he's a, an he's a he's a provocateur. <laughs> he's a provocateur. What? And 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 it's part of his shtick yeah. is to bring people on the show so that he can embarrass them. That's really part sure. of it. Are you getting paid? Like, why are you staying there while he's? I I think part of it you? also is that people want exposure, and I think that genuinely. How do you get exposed by? You? He's not going to tag you. No, but people can see their faces. Like usually on, oh, okay, on, on Instagram. Yeah, they're on Instagram. Usually, the people on Instagram yeah, 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 can yeah, know who is yeah, yeah. the person talking. Someone's trying to actually join on the it stage. Yeah, yeah. Try to pull her out, brush it in. Yeah, she's. I don't know what's going on with that. Um. But that's the way he talks. Now, you have this Derek Jackson guy, like I said, who's on the other side of the spectrum. Like this whole, I didn't realize how big this whole dating expert world was. Like it's a like huge it's thing. It's been a new thing since COVID. It's like a new hustle. So it's always, the hustle has always been around. I think because during COVID, there were a lot more people that had more time on their hands to sit down and listen to these, to these people on the internet. And I think that's where he's gained prominence. I think also what happened was during COVID, mm -hmm. people that were like single, for instance, were probably more likely to be alone. And you know when you're not going to work, you're not going, you're not doing other things, yeah, you feel that loneliness more. Mm -hmm. I think that might have been what sparked it because this guy's been around for a while. But he didn't just, he didn't start getting real prominence until recently. Recent, yeah. Like you have people out here trying to cancel him. Like he, he just says what, what he says. Um, Here's another video uh, that he claims that the IS, the, okay, so this one is a, this one was a message to single mothers. And so this is what he has against people like this other J Derek Jackson guy, right? Um, and I'll play it for you really quickly. Hold on. Don't press that skip ad button. Oh, mm. let me skip this ad. That's exactly what I'm going to press, the skip ad button. Uh, this one is 59.30. Other men's kids. Men don't want women who think that with an entitled attitude, who think that being a single mother makes you rank higher when it doesn't. And let me say something to the single, to the single mothers that this doesn't apply to you. I don't want to hear from you. Let me tell you why. Because I don't say that everybody falls into this category. Obviously, you do not. But I don't want to have, when you call in today, I don't want to have women calling in saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, not my friends. I'm a single mother and I'm great. 
And I know other single mothers who are six figures and, and PhDs and everything I'm else. A PhD. And got dogs and <laughs> the dogs dance with the cats and everything is great. It's a freaking Disney party over here. Great. You're winning. Not talking to you. Because often women call in and want to give balance so they can feel like we can give women some hope. Let me say something that may sound counterintuitive. But there is sometimes giving hope is the worst thing you can do. Let me pause that. What do you think about that statement? Giving hope is the worst thing you can do. Giving people hope in the dating world. Um... First of all, I, I, I want to get your, your general take on this guy. Now, now we, we, we understand that he's kind of a troll, right? He does yes. have a troll aspect to him. Right? It gets him views. It gets him views. He gets to embarrass people. Yeah, he gets to embarrass people. But I guess my question is, is there any... The reason, because here's why I think people could go back to him. I think it's because his message is resonating. I don't know. I, I would hope not. I would... Okay. You so, can't be telling people that... Well, so words mean words have meaning. Yes, and they do. For me, and let's let's talk I think about if it. I don't know you, even if I know you, I think I know when to just when your words just bounce off my my body and yes. I don't pay attention to what you say. Yeah, but I do think a lot of people don't have that in them. A lot of people are very they they seek you know like I mean I've seen rooms in on Clubhouse for instance where mm-hmm. motivational rooms and I'm like you're going inside there like i'm not i don't need to go into a room for someone to tell me i'm favored for me to know i'm favored yes but it works for some people yes and i wouldn't clown you or look down on you for that to work so if you're a person who you know someone else's words mean a lot more to you yeah then obviously you don't want to be going to a guy like this for sure for sure he's going to make you feel like shit yes on the flip side too i understand the whole the worst thing you can give anyone is hope uh-huh. Because I can't be a hypocrite here, and this is why, and I'm not taking it towards this topic that much, but this is why I sit here and I and I, I'm not a fan of pastors. Okay, not in general, but some pastors. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in the Nigerian content, your congregation is poor, people are poor, um, but you preach this whole, you know, just have faith to get better for you. But you're one of the people robbing them. Yes, you know, so. I do feel like yes, words are impressionable, and hope might be, to some people hope might be might not be the best thing to give. So what it sounds like is that you think there should be like some kind of middle ground, which there there really isn't. I think if you're looking for someone to to tell you positive things about yourself to go into the dating world, what's the other guy's name? Uh, the other guy. Yeah, his name is he's Derek Jackson. He's go, also very popular. Go, go talk to Derek Jackson if you want someone to shit on you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you think you know it's hard truth or hard reality, or he's spitting facts. Then come to Kevin Samuels. But my question is: Is he speak, spitting facts? To me, it's not. He's not. And what do you mean by she can't be better than her? Get it? So a man better than her baby daddy? What is that about? I think so. I think what he does, right? He plays a numbers game. He's and playing a numbers game. Seven-year-old woman with two kids can easily find a man who easily. You think so? Oh, okay, she can. Okay, nobody can easily find anybody. But but then would it be as easy as a single? You don't know what the preference of every man out there is. 
You can see maybe but majority you, but you can, public. You, yeah, you can aggregate. Which is what I'm saying. It's a numbers game, right? Okay, but like, let's put it like this. Society tells you a fat nigga doesn't get, you know. Women. Women. But I'm no, sure no, 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 no. A, a fat wallet okay, is what society wallet. really tells you. So, yeah, so your looks for a man, your looks don't matter. Yeah, it's really more about oh, how much you can provide, yeah, right? Yeah, poor men who have attractive looking wives and women. But is it more likely? In terms of numbers, if you had to guess, in terms but of numbers. People, but the people that have it don't have two heads now. So if we say, sure, society says the number of games, if we did a survey, which I don't think anyone has done, but is that the survey is most men that have good-looking women are men that are rich. And yes, there are a few. I mean, What's stopping you from being the few? What's the... I mean, like as a, or do you get so for, a, from a probability standpoint? Why is your life? Why are you using probability to judge your life? Okay, this is okay. not science. Okay, this is reality. This is not like f- fictional science. Is not fictional, but this is not. This is your actual life. So I don't think you should use probability to judge your life. I think you should live your life. And if you, if life has dealt you the hand, or you dealt yourself the hand of being a thirty-seven-year-old woman with two kids and two baby daddies, yeah, I, I don't think you should go around thinking that's the end of your life and you can't find. I agree. Um, I also don't. On I don't like the aspect of you referring to men who don't have money as weak men. Okay. I also think that's not a good look. You know, who says who's weak, who says who's strong. And that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So what he usually argues is that it depends, right? So and let me, because I've I've heard some, I've heard a bunch of his videos. Just try to like understand where this guy is coming from. So what he says is this, right? He says, as a man, right? Yes. Right? Like the top 5% is what he would call high value men. And the way he defines high-value men, he has this weird criteria. But basically, it's top 5% of earners, of men, okay. right? And then as a woman, right, your high-valueness is, is less a factor of how much money you make, but more a factor of other, other things like your, like your beauty and your attractiveness and your fitness and your loyalty and your, your he calls it your propensity to like be more agreeable. Pretty much like a doormat, mm-hmm. almost. Which I I don't. Me personally, I don't necessarily I agree maybe, with. How old is he? He's fifty-one. Yeah, maybe in his, he, he's divorced. He's, 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 di- yeah, he's divorced, yeah, by I the way. Why? <laughs> he's divorced, <laughs> and not only is he divorced, apparently one of his baby mama is actually threatening to come and out him for not paying child support. I can allegedly, I can even allegedly. Let me make sure I put it put it out there. But I, I but know, but man. but no. So here's what he's trying to let me, let me try and explain it to you. Here's what he's trying to say. He's trying to say so like the top five percent right are people that are like high earners, are making six figures and above, like top five to ten percent of the population. Okay. And he's saying that the top five percent of women right are like it's really more about their attractiveness. It has less to do with their money, right? So he's saying that there are a lot of these women. They don't have to be baby mamas. They don't have to be any of this stuff. But like. They, they've aged, right? Like, they're women that have aged into, like, their 30s, right? Mm-hmm. This is really the argument he's always trying to make, that they're women that have aged into their 30s. And the closer they get to those, like, childbearing years, according mm-hmm. to him, the less attractive to, they would be to men that are looking to find attractive women. Because men that are looking to marry, are looking to have kids, all that stuff, all that stuff is stuff that he's saying that factors in right mm-hmm. so he's saying that the top five percent of when it's not really has not to do with their money so 
if you're not in that top five percent, right, in terms of mm-hmm. attractiveness and all this stuff, according to him, are you listening? Mm-hmm. Then you shouldn't be wanting to date those men that are in that top five percent either. He's saying that you should date someone that's more on your level. And more on your level doesn't... He's claiming that more on your level doesn't have anything to do with how much he makes. That even if he makes less than you, that depending on where you are... Do you, do you get what I'm saying? It's almost like two different skills. Well, my own question to him is, who is it to tell you what your level is? A good question. And also, yes. Sure, good question. Society says men, fat wallet in general, on average, fine. But we do also believe that... Uh, attractiveness is subjective so it, but is it though is attractiveness it is. Subjective? i mean there are a lot of people that we might find guy i've seen some well to do in this category men rich men guy there are some people that you see their babes and like oh, okay oh, you get but it's subjective everyone likes what they like now obviously yes i don't I, i've said this thing on this podcast before Maybe I just have this life where I'm just like, I don't care. Mm. This thing is not that serious. Like but For some people, it's serious. I don't so. care. I live my life and I do what me I want to do. Like, mm. do you understand? Like, I don't care what you I have to say. So, like, I don't take words, these, these people's words, like, literally. I don't, I don't care what Kevin Samuels or anybody else has to say. It's not my cup of tea. Like, mm. you know, I like what I like and I go for what I like. So... If I'm rich or I'm poor and she doesn't like me back then, so if that's what she wants, then that's what she wants. I don't know if I'm rambling, but I just don't. I think the reason this thing is not really like getting to me or I'm that bothered. It doesn't really, you can't relate to it. I can't relate to it. And that's fair. I can't relate to the need to talk to anybody about dating or not dating or my life. I can't. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, someone's trying to, has been trying to come up. Can you tell her to to leave the third yeah, and come they, back in? Can you? Yes. They, can you? Don't leave? don't say her name. She's <laughs> the one. Can you tell her to leave and come back in? Can you leave and come back to that? Okay. You so know I, you can do it. We're using the same goddamn mic. <laughs> Alright, she's come back. Okay. So. Hold on. when you come on stage. Mute your mic first. Mute okay. Your mic. Yeah, you can go. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can yeah, I can hear you now. So wait, so oh yeah, they, oh yeah, they, first of all, did you hear the the videos that we the clips that we played? <laughs> yeah, I did. I've heard them all before. Okay. I think it's quite hilarious. Okay. Um, and I think that I have a lot of opinions. So. All right, I want to hear it because while while it doesn't seem to have an opinion about it, he doesn't give a shit, which I respect. But go on. Yeah, no, totally. Like I think it's all entertainment at the end of the day. I said, like, who is he to tell people what, you know, their quality is and whatnot? Totally agree. Um, he's nobody, right? Mm-hmm. But the people who are calling into his show and paying to see him and for his consulting services make him a somebody, right? So that's, that's first and foremost, right? Yes. So he can, he has every right to tell those people what, what their quality is or what it should be and to rate them however they totally did that to themselves, right? Yes. Second of all, there are two factors here, right, in this whole conversation about um, how we view others in terms of dating, relationships, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a notion of how things should be realistically, like in the world, and how things actually are. 
Okay. What this guy is saying is just the unfortunate reality of things, right? A woman or women shouldn't be valued based on their looks or appearances or whatnot, but let's be quite honest. Most times, that's exactly what it is, right? Yes. And men shouldn't be valued based on their assets, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And their asset tends to be financial. So, And that's just the fact of things, right? Yes. So I don't think there's anything wrong with what he's saying, per se. Okay. Some people can disagree or argue with his delivery. But I just think he's speaking facts. And nobody likes to hear the truth. And that's the problem. You know, it's funny because they have, I've heard girls come on his show and say this exact same thing. That they say pretty much it's his delivery is was disrespectful. But... Again, that's why I kept saying, why do people keep going to is this Is there guy? a nice way to pass that message he has? Is there a nice way? To... <laughs> I think that I he's doing the nicest he can to pass the know. message he wants to pass across. I don't know. But so, oh yeah, they just hold on there for a second. Just put your your mic on mute for a second. I have another video that I want to play. This is by this other guy, Derek Jackson, who's on the other end of the spectrum, right? Like I was talking about. Um, and he, he this guy is responding to a girl who goes by the name of B. Simone. Don't, look, don't don't ask me how I find these things. I just I find these trends online. Uh, please, are you playing a B Simone clip? Look, just, I'm just, gonna have to take off my headset. <laughs> just give it a second. Talks, it's I know. Annoying. Give it a second. Give it a second. I honestly want a tit figure guy. Oh, so wait, sorry, I, that's the wrong. Actually, video. I've seen that clip before. The one You've seen the that one? I was telling yeah, that guy. You seen that one? Hold on. So this is the one that he is. Um, he's responding. To, I honestly wanted a okay, he's responding to Kevin Samuel's head. This Derek Jackson guy. And ma'am, and that's my point. You ladies all feel like, listen, you ladies all feel like you're the exception to the rule. And then when someone like myself comes along and gives you a, a dose a of reality, too. instead of just accepting it, it's like, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm special. You don't know any men on this level that are not your father that aren't related to you that means you don't know these men you don't know where to go get them you don't know what they want but you're still saying pick all right so that's kevin samuels so this is where this Derek jackson guy comes in and like kind of gives his own like take on the yeah, matter yeah, hold on there was a quite a bit of a uh, uh, outrage around how he talked to her how he addressed all women as broads how he cussed her out at the end and all the time i was just thinking like why hasn't she hung up yet? Like this conversation should have been about thirty-eight seconds long. I I don't know how you that, as an adult even get to. And that was what we're all thinking. Like, why do you stay on for this torture? Like, the way I tell people what they're saying to me means that I hang up. And secondly, as a woman, how y'all letting anybody gauge your attractiveness or tell you that you're average at best in terms of how attractive you are as a woman? You don't even know if they really like women like that. If they, you know, if they're attracted to any woman, I'm not even being funny. I'm just being real. But in all fairness, where there were both men and women saying he's being brutally honest with her. We need more days being brutally honest. No, he was being disrespectfully impractical. First off, because he didn't even really listen to her question like that. Like she wasn't so much saying that she wanted a six figure guy. This is at least my perception. 
What I heard her say is that basically she wants to feel safe and she wants to feel confident in submitting to a man. And she thinks the route to get there is by getting a six figure man. Like anything other than addressing that I already knew was going to be impractical. And it was secondly, as a woman, you should never gauge or, or uh, judge your standards or base your standards on how beautiful you think you are. Like, first off, we all ugly to somebody, but you should never do that. Why? Because if you say, well, you know what? I'm this amount of beautiful. Therefore, I can have this type of guy based on my current physical features. What happens when those physical features change? What happens whenever you get a little older? What happens when you have two or three more kids, one or two more kids? What happens, God forbid, if life happens to you and you get sick or you, you get in a car wreck or anything like that? What happens? All right. So... Oh yeah, I'd like to get your take on that. So, so Derek Jackson is arguing the other side and saying that pretty much he's trying to say that this Kevin Samuels guy is being shallow and there are other things that matter more. Is is that a fair uh, statement? I think that there are other things that should matter more, but in general, the people that are like calling into these shows and looking for this type of advice—that's just not what matters more. If you're at a point in your life where you feel like you need to get relationship advice from these people, both these men, it, I, I feel like it probably doesn't apply to you in that way. Interesting. So I personally believe that other things matter more and they should matter more, but it's not always the case. There are a lot of shallow people out there. We live in a shallow world society. Hello, social media. So... I think that they're, they both have a point to make, and it all depends on who they're talking to. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, that I mean, there you have it. And, and the reason why I brought this up, again, is because now you notice, like, divorces are at, like, 50% rate. Um, mm -hmm. people, are, people are waiting longer and longer to get married. Um, the, the reason why I see people like this rising to prominence is because I think there's there's something, there's like a real crisis going on with relationships. And I, I don't think people have really acknowledged yet. There are a lot of people that are falling in and out of marriages. Um, there are a lot of people that are struggling to find men and women that are struggling to actually find meaningful relationships. And um, the a lot of the arguments that um this kevin samuels makes again I, I think that even though they may not be on the surface they may not they may be harsh in a lot of the things that he says he always says look you guys you need to get therapy like he says it he'll tell the people that come on like for consulting the people that he's really serious with will tell them you need to seek therapy he'll tell them stuff like look like this whole this you know you know, you know this whole whole face thing that we do he's like look Get out of that. Like, if you really want something, you should go for it. You should start off going for it. So I feel like there's some messages that he puts out there that are actually meaningful to strong relationships. But again, I, I just feel like his way of carrying across that message probably isn't the best. Um, I also feel like he takes advantage of some of these women to an extent because some of these women, they come across as, some people may say they come across as desperate, right? And he tends to make a fool out of them on the show. I, I have, there's tons of videos here that I can reference. There's no point in going through them. But there's tons of videos here that I can reference where he's, he's pretty much shaming people, like he's calling people's 
like weights. He he like asks for like their their size, their dress size, and mm-hmm. he assesses them like right there and then, and he tells them that look, you know, there's no hope for you. That you're better off going to seek therapy. Things like that. Um, so even though I do feel like he is a bit of a troll, I I I understand just like Onyade said. I understand that at the end of the day, this world is a very very vain and shallow world, and perhaps maybe perhaps there needs to be some balance to people like that Derek Jackson because Derek Jackson is the guy that's always telling women that look you guys it doesn't matter you you're independent you're this you're that and he gives people hope and then you have people like Kevin Samuels who just like lays it on the ground like hey look here's what you need to do um and uh, maybe it's just that we just need to find that balance somewhere I don't know uh I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> don't care. You don't care. I can tell. But you know what is okay. Yes, um, I see your point. Um, would I rather be told the harsh, the harsh truth, truth versus? Is, but then, is it the truth? That's the question I'm facing out there. But let's say, yes, society says that's how it is. So I'd rather hear the harsh truth than the, you know, I'm the kind of parent. If I'm like have kids, I don't want my parents coming home with a participation trophy. Trophy, nah, man. Is that how you won or you didn't win? Which one is we all win? Nah, fuck that. Life doesn't work like that. Um, I also want to. I wanted to bring up something else, which is it's kind of related, but not really related. Uh, I do, and again, this is something that might bore you, but I, I've I've wanted to share this. For oh, a you while. could tell that that Kevin Samuels was boring. Me. It was boring you. <laughs> I just do like I did I did just see the reason why he's a thing and why people like I've seen so many clubhouse rooms open about him about him trying to cancel him yeah to, I'm like why you, you guys are just giving this guy what he wants you are talking about him that's that's the thing the more they talk the about more, him the, the more now more people are going to be like who's Kevin Samuels more Let people me go reach out him. yeah the I just, more one of the his more. his videos are getting hundreds of thousands of views so it's clashing out of you guys headache he is he is um. But I, I want to make a general commentary on the state of um, relationships, just in general. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm no expert. You know, I'm even me. I'm I'm figuring it out every day. Yes. What happened to the state of relationships? I do feel like in in America, in just in the world in general, I feel like um, the reason why a lot of relationships don't work is because all of us have uh, mommy daddy issues to varying degrees. Is that a is that a fair assessment? Do do, do you think that's accurate? Mommy, daddy. Like Why? we all have mommy, daddy issues to certain degrees. I feel like what determines how well we come into this world is basically how well we how well our relationship with mother and father figures in our lives were. You notice that people that tend to have like less you know, less issues growing up tend to be more fruitful in life. That That's just the general thing. Mm, what's the survey done on this? Uh, there's, there's a lot of surveys. There's a lot of statistics. There's a lot of th- I mean, statistics people, that show. Yeah, some people say what the best, like that's why they say like a two-parent family. Is yes, yes there, there's a lot of statistics that show. But how that, does that relate to relationship that you have moving forward? Isn't it more of how you interpret your parents' yes, relationship it, rather than... Yeah, like how you interpret it. But that's what, but well, that's what they say. How you interpret like your parents or other other parents that you see, or other mother and father figures in your life, that is how you usually go into the world with your relationships. Mm-hmm. That that's why I'm saying that I think to an extent, right, 
everyone has like varying degrees of mommy and daddy issues, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the more families that we have, like, I, I think at the end of the day, right, for every society, the bedrock of every society is mm-hmm. family. Again, this is my opinion. This is not, I don't, I'm not speaking for anyone. This is just my opinion. I think the bedrock of any society is family. And I think the more fruitful relationships that we have, regardless of, like, the more fruitful, like, fatherly and mother relationships that we have, Mm -hmm. the better outcomes we have for our kids and the more well-adjusted they are in life in general. And I think the fact that right now in society, 50% of marriages end up in divorce, I think it shows exactly why more people have issues because you have more people that are growing up under like separated families, mm, more divorced families. Ideology of relationship changes. So yes, and I think that's that's what's changing a lot of it. Now some people some people argue right that all these traditional ways that we look at relationship mm. should all go away. Some people feel like like you know how people look at like marriages mm. and relationships. Some people feel like it should all go away. Some people feel like we should just it should be the wild, wild west like we shouldn't hold these marriages to like standards yeah. that people should just be allowed to do whatever that's the other argument that's being made right mm-hmm. um again some people might say that they have a point but looking at the data i think people are far more adjusted when they're in better healthy relationships and where they when they grow up in better healthy relationships yeah. of, with, of their, with their parents, with, with their parents. Yeah. I, I just and if that's the case, then I think it's important that we start approaching things that way, like our generation. Um, I think like the older generation, they they've screwed up a lot of things. Um, even in Nigeria, you look at like a lot of our parents. Let's be honest, Nigeria, a lot of parents. You find the the dad usually has like a side family yeah, outside yeah, of that. Yeah, it's, like it's stuff like that has messed yeah. us up generationally you normalize it now and yeah stuff like that has messed us up it messes like, up the daughters then the men it, it messed and then the men uh, like, feel uh, like that's normal, that's normal yeah like if so the daughters even, are like i can't trust anybody yeah. stuff like that that you see and i feel like this thing is having generational effects and the more we keep going down this lane i feel like the more we find more and more issues with trying to have me, like relationships let me sound like a nigerian yeah. i'm on a good girl also now God go help us. Now God go help us. Um all right, but enough about that, man. Um I think we're about to wrap up. Yeah. Oh yeah, speaking of relationships. Um yeah. Someone sent uh, seen this already, but I think I showed it earlier. Um the video has a new bay. He does? Yeah. It's supposed to be I think young Emmy's ex. Oh, um, I remember I think I remember her. He's out with her in Saint Martin. So. Good for him. Was he, he's engaged to Choma now. He's engaged. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's engaged to Choma. Yeah, about. <laughs> you see? You see what I'm saying? I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like, look, Niger men, we're fucked up on so many. We're, we're, like a lot of us. But I think they have issues. I think they've been fighting their issues for a while. I think some people say she's taking off her ring. Some people. Mm. I mean, but, I'd always used to say that David is not getting married to Trema, so I, I saw it as a publicity stunt when he announced his marriage and assurance. Yeah, dude, that thing was like four years ago, he had three a years ago. I yeah, know. That's they've a long been, time they've ago, been, man. They've been yeah. engaged for a while. I know. A long time. Yeah. I think there's a lot of us that also, there's a lot of things that we need to, things that we've seen as normal, 
in our culture, I feel like a lot of it we need to really start. I, guess, I don't know, but we need to start reassessing. You, for those of you, you know, you remember on this podcast, mm-hmm. I've said it before. I don't do couple goals. You don't. Those of you that were doing, I mean, relation. Uh, what's it called? Those of you that were sitting down when David but Porsche for Choma, yeah, sang assurance. Mm, you see your life. A lot of you were like, "Oh, goals." You see, like, don't, don't be doing goals. Guys, use your father and mother as goals, man. It is what it yeah. is, Jerry. No. Um, well, good luck to the video and Choma and however and their uh, whatever. That's their headache, man. Yeah, it is. Um, so are we ending this podcast now? No, we're about to end. But before okay. we end, do we have a smile of the week and suffer of the week? Smile of the week. Yes. Are there anything? Who is winning right now? Has anything extraordinary happened this week? Isn't it this week that Naomi won? Osaka won her? Naomi? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah it was the past week or so. Was it past week? Yeah. I can give her the smile of the week. That was, that's very random. <laughs> you you only picked a woman. A black woman. Too. Uh, a black woman. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Niggas uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, whatever their stuff is called. <laughs> the, what's the op- it's, not, it's not the US Open. What did she win? It was the Australian, Australian Open. Open. I'm sorry, not the Australian Open. Open. Yeah, so, so All right, so you're going to give smile of the week to Naomi yeah. Osaka. Yeah, sufferer of the week is Nigeria, man. Nigeria. Nigerian government. No, but when are we not suffering? Ah, I'm on Nigerian government. You know, there's a thing somebody did on TikTok. They were like, um, what is something that uh, happens that happens in your country? But yeah. it's weird in other countries, and then mm-hmm. this Nigerian guy's response was suffering. What is something that is normalized in your country, but weird in other countries, like suffering? <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, but that's a big part of why we that's the name of our podcast, <laughs> Smiling Sufferer. Yeah. Smiling Sufferer. Um, so yeah, I think that's all we got for today, man. Um, before I get into this, I want to thank everyone that came on. That that came into the like room. Like the five, uh, six people who came yeah. into the room. I mean, we still have Axel, a podcast. Axel, on. I see you, bro. I yeah, see you. Axel, F- I, see you I see you. I invited you, but you didn't want to come up, but I understand. Okay. Okay. I see you also. Um, yeah, and of course, Onyade was on here too. Um, so, yeah, thanks for hopping on. Um, we're going to. I mean, tell them where they can find more episodes than the full episode. I mean, this was just a trial run. It was. It but was. we're still recording it for as we normally record our podcast. Yes, so. we do. So. For those that are wondering, if you go on my profile page, um, no, no, it's not everyone that's listening. But if you go to smiling underscore suffer on Instagram, you'll find us there. Uh, we post our clips on there. Um, we're on we're on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes. Search for smiling suffer. We're on Facebook actually too. Who's on Facebook with you? We're on Facebook now. <laughs> What do you mean? What? We're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Facebook offers podcasts? No, no, no. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. just like, like clips. Profile? Yeah, okay, I okay. post clips on there. Okay. Smiling Sufferer. Well, on Twitter. Our Twitter page is at Smiling Pod. Interesting. I didn't know that was a Facebook page. S-M-I-L- S-M-I-L-I-N-G-P-O-D. We're on Twitter. Um, so please uh, follow us. Um, and yeah, that's, that's all we got today, man. And we'll be back. Oh, we have a... Uh, playlist on Spotify. We yes. might make actually. I need to make one on Apple Music. We also too. have a Spotify playlist where we play like the latest Afrobeat. The songs we play songs. on the episodes. Yes, yeah. the Afrobeat songs that we play on the episodes. Um, it's on Apple iTunes. Just search for Smiling Software Pod pay- Playlist. It's also on S- Spotify. So for those in Nigeria that you now have access to Spotify, search for us. We play all the they've songs. They've always had play. access, but it's VPN now. They've been using. Yeah, they've been yeah. using VPN. Um, but yeah, please follow our, our playlist. We, we try to put like premium content on there. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, so that's it for today. Um, again, it's your boy Corey and Wally, uh, here. 
our, our outro song. Can you? Yeah, it's a song. I like CK. I think mm-hmm. CK was in one of my list of people to watch out for. Yes. Yeah, so this song is called Felony by Felony? CK. Felony? Yeah. All right. This is Felony by CK. Thank you very much. Oh, have a good one. You guys enjoy your day.